Hello, and welcome to Pacific Roots Magazine podcast. Okay, here we are. Welcome to Pacific Roots Magazine podcast. We are here with Geraldine Stark of Refarmed, which is a very exciting um, new initiative that helps to convert farms to producers of plant-based milks and also helps them to convert to a model of an animal sanctuary. Um, so I've, I've been seeing news of your initiative popping up all over the place and we've talked before, so I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really happy to be here and to be able to talk about the project a little bit. It's super exciting. So I, I haven't yet dug into um, the, the background, like going back to when you first had the idea. So that's what I wanted to start with. Like, like even when it was just like an inception and you're like, hmm, is this possible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, a bit about my background. So um, I'm vegan myself for about 10 years. Um, and so during these last 10 years, uh, I worked in different um, project or businesses always uh, vegan or plant-based related um, I tried different things I, I really wanted to to yeah to do something um, in this area I started a online business platform I, I co-build a, a vegan uh, village in Portugal um, yeah I worked on different, different products like that um, but I always had in the back of my mind to 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 build a sanctuary an animal sanctuary um, but I was never really happy um, about the the idea of of how sanctuaries work and how to create a sanctuary because um, it was not really scalable and I would have to be limited to a to a, a certain land and a certain certain number of animals and so that was never really enough for me. I, want, I really wanted to 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 find a way to create new models of sanctuaries um, that would be scalable, that would not rely on donations um, or volunteer work, uh, so that we could really well, well scale up and help much more animals. Um, so I was I had that always on the back of my mind. I always wanted to to try to find a solution for that. Um, and I think it was last year or one and a half years ago, um, I had this realization that actually. Uh, animal farms could be the perfect um, sanctuaries because they already have the animals, they already have the land, and they already have the people uh, knowing how to well care for them, work with them. Um, obviously, I'm talking about small to medium uh, scale farms, not factory farms or yeah. things like that, where the animals don't don't live in good conditions. Um, but this allows us to not need to to use more resources to build animal sanctuaries because uh, animal farming is, is so, um, consumes so much resources already, be it land or, or, or everything else, that um, I think it's important not to, when we try to find a solution to animal farming, not to use more resources than it already does. Um, so that that's how I came to that, that it could be amazing if these farms actually turn into sanctuaries because we would not have to move the animals they could continue living in their herd uh, we would not have to find land and 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 we have the farmers that know their animals and how to care for um so obviously the the the, the question was how do we make these farms transition and and how do we make the farmer make a living from uh, from something else uh, and not from the animals while still being able to pay for the cost that the animal brings and not rely on donation. And that's how um, uh, I came to the solution of the plant-based milk um, 
because it's it's a quite easy process uh, and it's also something where the demand is rising um, yeah a lot um, so I wanted to find a solution for them that is uh, quite quite easy to to put in place so it's not going to be it's not going to be transforming the farms into factories of plant-based milk it's it's gonna, it's still going to be small scale handmade it's going to be fresh milk so it's not going to be um, like the milk you find in the supermarket and it's going to be only made with local ingredients sold to only local customers and directly to customers so the farmers go out of the system where they are just going through multiple uh, processors and, and companies that, that just take their milk or, or their meat and where they just get a, a really small percentage of it. We really want to, to have the farmers enjoy what they're doing and, and just yeah take back a bit of their power and, and uh, you know uh, enjoy what they're doing and making a, a good quality product and, and yeah and yeah just just uh, just have a great product and uh, help them rebuild the, the, this kind of local community and, and get a better image as well. Um, so that, that's the initial idea and how, how it came to, to that. Well, you're amazing because the idea was <laughs> a year and a half ago and <clears throat> it's almost like this is your mission. It was a year and a half ago and you're off and running. I mean, it was probably a lot of work already. You're just getting started, but you have to set up the website and of course have the idea and then start to really yeah, exactly. exactly this this last one and a half years was basically just coming up with the solution because it's it's good to have an idea but we have to have real solutions and the first thing i, I did um is is first to, to talk with farmers or ex-farmers or people uh working in these industries or ha that have knowledge about these industries to just expose them my ideas and my project to to just have their feedback um, because I thought, okay, they will probably all tell me that's, 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 it's not, never going to happen. That, right. that cannot work because of that, 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 you know, I might have not think about everything. So, um, but the, 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 the feedback I got was very positive. Um, so it, and it helped me really draw the, draw the project and draw the solutions. I had lots of help with lots of people involved. So the last year was basically that, just doing a lot of research, talking with a lot, a lot of people and trying to find the best solutions. And um, I officially really started more working on it um, the last, um, yeah, maybe six months. Uh, this was more active and I started talking with farmers and, and working with farmers to, to transition them. Yeah, it's really exciting. So, also, uh, Refarmed has a very broad scope of dealing with sustainability, which is, is you know, you have to really, I think, hear, hear you talk about it to understand how many layers. It's um, animal welfare, environmental issues, uh, the local sourcing of ingredients. Um, so, can you talk about, I mean, there's, there's so much there, but can we, and I remember you mentioned yeah. our last talk together doing glass bottles too, a very fine, fine detail, but extremely important. This is yeah. like back to the old days, getting glass bottles exactly. of milk, but it's, it's new, it's new, but, but old too. <laughs> a bit old, yeah. <laughs> that's a bit the, the idea. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit the idea is to, to get back to, get back to basics, get back to, to knowing where your products come from and how they're made and they're still made by by yeah, by humans in on a small scale and not an industrial scale, and and to really have a product that is fresh uh, with nutrients and um, uh, so that that's that's very important. And um, like the vision, there's a a, lot, a big vision for this. So we are going to start with something, but the, the vision there is really big to to have 
to to make lots of efforts um, regarding sustainability and um, carbon emissions and everything to really try to to because the the farms will keep their animals because they're going to be a sanctuary so obviously these animals are still going to um, be polluting so we are really going to do a lot of effort to to reduce to to, to reduce that and to um, at least make the farm become carbon neutral um, but for now the, the the first steps is that uh, yes, the fresh plant blade milk will be sold in glass bottle, in reusable glass bottles. So um, the customer will just give back the bottles once they're consumed, and it will be cleaned and and, and sanitized on the farm and reused. Um, it's also going to be uh, made with only local ingredients. So at first. Um, as we want a, a quick and easy solution, we don't ask the farmers to grow the ingredients themselves at first. Uh, only, or if they some have already have, for example, already uh, are already growing oats, for example, so they can use their own production. But most of them don't. Um, and as we want them to keep the land for the animals, some of them uh, can just not do that. Or it, and anyway, it would take a while before they're able to to, to prepare the land and and. and and grow the crops and harvest and, and everything. So as we don't want that to take years for a farm to transition, we really want to scale up and help as many farmers as possible. Um, we don't ask them to do that. We, uh, we they, they will source the ingredients from uh, local producers that we find uh, around their farm um, so that they can directly transform these ingredients on the farm to make the plant-based milk. Um, and so this plant-based milk will be sold uh, in glass bottles. We will, as, as as far as possible, depending on the location of the farm, we are looking for um, green delivery services. So we are uh, working with uh, delivery services that work with electrical or natural gas uh, vehicles to deliver their customers. It's going to be delivered on the same day uh, of the, the production. So the, the, the farmers will produce the, the meals in the morning in the farm. And it's going to be delivered throughout the day to the customers. Um, it's going to be delivered either at home for those who want to uh, or in a pickup location. Some can also have the, the opportunity if they want and the occasion to come to the farm to pick up their milk for, for those who wish to. Um, yeah, and it's only, only going to be sold uh, to local customers. So when I say local, it's going to be a radius of 250 kilometers at first. Um, so uh, um, customers can be in this uh, radius and benefit from the plant-based milk from this farm if they are in this, um, in this 250 kilometers radius. So we are not going to work um, by selling the milk um, to other countries or other continents, even shipping the milk around. And uh, we're not going to work as well with um, supermarkets or big uh, companies that will, would be the middleman between between the, the farmer and the, and the customer. We want it to be a direct, um, direct uh, yeah, contact with the customer if you want to. Um, so that's the first um, important thing we make uh, towards uh, sustainability, that it's all local um, and uh, it's also, it's also going to be organic. Uh, so we also take care of that, uh, that we use only organic. Um, and on the long term, we want to help uh, the farmers optimize their farm uh, for cost reasons, but also, as I mentioned, um, to make efforts uh, towards the environmental issues. Uh, so we'll help them, uh, for example, uh, enhance the biodiversity on the land, planting trees, flowers, bushes, um, looking into permaculture, agroforestry, and things like that. We will help them uh, move to um, renewable energies. Um, so there are lots of different things we, we are interested to do too. And we are still looking at different possibilities. So we, we don't have a set mind on all the solutions. We really learn and, and, and are open to everything. And, and But that's a big goal, yeah, definitely. 
So I want to talk more about the <clears throat> local ingredients. I know you mentioned the customers will all be within, when you work with a farm, 250 kilometer, uh, kilometer radius of that farm. But I know we mentioned in a prior conversation, the local ingredients also are sourced from within 250 kilometers. But I think from exactly. a, right, and from a consumer standpoint, I think people probably are interested. I know I am. So what are, I know you have to do research. What is local, you know? Um, exactly. So, for example, right now your your website has a picture of almonds, which um, I, I mean I don't know if that's stock or whatever, but but people might go there and be like, well, I live here and we don't grow a lot of almonds here. So what exactly. would be what would? And I'm in Sweden. Oat milk is pretty much the default. So I imagine if your interest grows here and you work with a farm, you might yeah, it's going to be oat milk. It's very very exciting to imagine getting fresh glass bottles of oat milk to live in our home. So I'm curious to learn more about the research process of when you work with farms all over. I mean, I know mm -hmm. you're trying to communicate with a lot of farms all over Europe, probably the world soon, um, how you then decide what ingredients to use. Yeah, exactly. So so we are not set on ingredients because we want it to be local. So to depend, like you said, on, on each farm and we want to be global. So working with any farm around yeah. the world, we are starting with Europe and the UK um, precisely, but we want to be global. Um, so the process is simple. Um, once a farm shows interest, um, so that's also a point I, I didn't mention is that at this stage, we are not um, I am not myself looking for farmers or trying to convince farmers. Um, uh, it's all, only the other way around that I want it to work for now. Uh, so it's, it's farmers who are already thinking about transitioning or already made some steps of transition, um, but that need help for that um, because that's really important for now that we start with those people who want to transition, who are interested to transition, yeah. um, so that we can also show after a while that we have, uh, I don't know, 10, 20 or more farms that are successful and only then do we have, um, yeah, the means and the possibility to talk to other farmers and to, to show them. But so the idea is really that the farmers contact us. Sometimes it's farmers directly and sometimes it's like um, organization or association who work with farmers or who know about farmers that ask us if we can help. So there are different ways, but it's always them coming. Yeah. Um, so when, so we have a first um, meeting with them where we talk about all the details, the solution. We also learn about their story and what they're doing, what kind of farm. Um, because I mentioned dairy farm in the beginning, that's the, the, the basic idea is to work with dairy farms to make plant-based milks. But we actually are working with all types of, of farms, even uh, meat farms, uh, that would also make, make plant-based milk. Um, plant-based milk is just a solution um, for them to make a living without exploiting the animals. Um, and we're going to start with milk. But we we want to 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 move to other types of plant-based products later on, like cheeses, yogurts, uh, and everything. But we're going to start simple, and uh, so we started with milk. So to answer your question, sorry. Um, once they they show interest, we we do um, for each farm we will do um, uh, market research, where we we see if there will be interest of people in the farms area for such products, and. Um, in the meantime, on my side, I make some research to find out what is grown locally, organic, uh, what we can find um, for the best prices with the best quality, if it's easy to source it. Um, I also, the farmers also provide me some, um, some parts of their uh, accountability, uh, so accountancy, so that I can see 
uh, how much cost they have um, uh, yearly or monthly. And with all that, I prepare um, what I call a proposal, where I give them the results of all my research, of the market research, if there is interest or not, um, how much milk they would need to make to cover the cost, how many customers they would need to have. I already start looking at providers for the ingredients. I already start uh, looking at um, delivery systems. So I, I start uh, making this research for each farm every time they're interested. I come up with this proposal. And um, if the, the, the farmer is happy with this proposal, uh, in this proposal, we also list all the, the requirements we are asking from them and all the things we are providing to them. Uh, so if they are happy with that, the next step is to open pre-orders. So before we even start any any transition, we um, we first uh, collect pre-orders. So uh, the orders would be would be uh, subscription based. So um, customers can subscribe uh, for uh, well while paying monthly or uh, yearly for a weekly delivery. Uh, so they, they they can get every week their fresh milk. Um, so we open up these pre-orders, and only once we have reached the minimal a quantity of, of liters we are we had set previously with the farmers, that's where we say, okay, this is gonna work. We have the interest, we have the customers who already subscribed, and now we really start the transition. That's, that means we, we will uh, deliver the equipment um, to the farmer, we'll go on site and uh, set up the room for the plant-based milk production. We will help them, well, we'll train them to make the milk, we'll show them how to do, and together with the farmers, we will make the first, the first batch, the first delivery. Um, for this, uh, for this milk. Okay. And then also, of course, um, <clears throat> sustainability, uh, there's also the layer of um, long-term looking at soil health. I know you're not getting into really vegan agriculture immediately because there's, there's animals on the land and everything, but I know, exactly. remember we talked about this, you've had already conversations with people working within vegan agriculture. This is an interest of yours as well. So it's like, the really the ripples of this project that you're beginning can become so um exactly will become so yeah yeah. yeah exactly the the so as there are animals we, we we cannot become veganic directly the farm itself but um what we want try to do is that the providers of the ingredients that will provide ingredients for us once we have enough farm we want this these producers to be producing only for us and once that happens once we have enough farms to to yeah, to have these providers work only for us. That's where we we will try to transition them to organic uh, agriculture. And if the farmers themselves start to producing as well, we will also implement organic uh, agriculture. That's really wonderful because I know you're already, I think, creating a little bit of a buzz in the veganic agricultural community. What you're doing, you know, people are paying attention to it and in the vegan farming community are very excited yeah. too. So. That's great because then vegan farms could be also a potential provider of products for the plant-based milks. Exactly. The, I started to do that when I had farms interested. I, I asked a bit in this uh, vegan farming community to see if there are already some farms around, but for now, obviously, it's not. There's not so many, and especially if I'm looking globally, um, or they are not doing enough quantities or not the type of ingredients I need. Uh, but I'm I'm already talking with some who will start, for example, from next year on to, to grow some crops that I would need. Uh, so it's very interesting. And, and definitely I would prefer to work with uh, vegan farmers um, to grow right. the ingredients. Um, so when the possibility is there, that's what, what I'm, I'm going to go with. Yeah. Because you need grains and nuts. 
yeah, grain nuts. Uh, in some cases, we can work with legumes, uh, seeds. Um, yeah. Right, and a lot of farms are, I mean, as far as I understand, a lot of vegan farms are focused on like vegetables and fruits, but if when this need is shown, if, like you said, then, then many might start to grow it when they see it. Exactly. The that's, that's really great. So um, <clears throat> you've now also begun working with like last year was research and you've started working with a farm in the UK. You're, you're in motion. Exactly. Um, well, the, yeah, the first farm I started working with was a farm in the UK. Uh, it's been a few months now, um, mostly because on my side, I still had lots to do and, and research and also coming up with good receipts for the oat milk because we're going to start with oat milk in the UK. Um, but yeah, we are really moving forward well we are aiming to to transition officially in april so next month um well and in the meantime uh, i had lots of discussion with other farmers um and there are two probably two uh which i'm going to be transitioning as well in the next two months so it's, it's really moving on quite well that others are in switzerland the ones are, who are going to transition really soon and we have one in france as well which are in the yeah the more forward steps but i'm also talking with some others like four or five other farms um a bit in other like in others in the uk some in germany um some in in the us um so yeah i'm talking to to a, to a lot of them but we have at least three who are really well uh, advanced and are going to are going to be officially transitioned in the next month or two that's great and so also um consumer so consumer interest i always look at a lot of the content I create for Pacific Roots as um, hopefully, especially when it comes to initiatives like you're doing and, and also vegan farms and this and that, trying to look at the interest from consumer level to, you know, like large production level or society, societal level even. So when we, when a person goes to your website, you have the map, um, which, so anybody going to their website, uh, R-E-F-A-R-M, d.org.org dot com dot com so refarmed.com but not without an e so um there's a map there that's very interesting and it's important to know uh, which i learned from you earlier that those dots on the map don't represent don't represent a uh, single people it just represents an interest in an area that those dots could be five or it could be five thousand that happens exactly right exactly yeah, this map is a, is a, so we have a form on the on the website uh, where people can fill their interest, where they show what kind of milk they would like, how many liters they would like per week, uh, if they would like to get delivered at home or not, and s such questions. So this is running since September last year, I think. Um, and with this map, that's how we, we create this, uh, with this, sorry, form, that's how we create the map. Um, so we, because people put their, their location and everything, so that's how we then generate the map behind it. Um, so the map is, is a representation of, of uh, people who are interested in buying plant-based milk from such farmers. Uh, but yeah, like you mentioned, Sally, uh, um, I'm not able for now to show uh, on the map how many per per dots if you want but this gives an idea that to show it's global and that there is interest and soon we'll be able to do the same with the farmers the farmers who are either interested or the farm farmers who are already transitioned that'll be exciting to see the farmer yeah. as well but right so it's interesting 
how you work with pre-orders. So it's really kind of like a, also a consumer generated like demand. And we know, as you mentioned earlier in the conversation, it, demand for plant-based milk is just, just growing like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the current yeah, definitely. There's a, there's a lot of interest. And you just have to look at what big companies are doing to, to understand where the demand is. Um, and when we see even big companies, um, dairy companies starting to produce plant-based milk, like we had the, the announcement for Alla this week, who started producing plant-based milk, or big, bigger companies like the oldest, I don't remember the name, the oldest um, dairy company in the US who shifted totally to plant-based milk production. Um, and they were like in the business for over a hundred years. Um, so it's, it's, it's huge. So you just have to look at them to, to know where the trend is and where the demand is. Um, but that's also where the small farmers are, are struggling because they, they don't have the, this, they don't have teams of uh, researchers and team of marketers and things like that to help them know where they, how they should transition, where they should look at how, what the customers want. So they, they just continue doing their job. It's it just so much, uh, on them to just do their job that they 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 cannot like yeah find out or, or know what they need to to make the transition that's where I want to 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 help I really want to help them transition and not to stay behind because that's what what is happening these farmers are staying behind and are closing down and struggling more and more uh, whilst the big dairy companies are are, are striving because they are just following the trend and adapting right. so what you're offering is. Um, like a holistic model, really. It's it's addressing welfare concerns for both humans and animals, but also economic economy and uh, consumer demand. I mean, it, it's it's very holistic yeah. in the truest sense of the word. It's amazing. I'm very inspired by you, and uh, what you're Thank doing you. is absolutely incredible. I can't wait to watch it develop over the coming years. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, I really hope yeah, it's going to work out. We're going to find out really soon. Uh, so that, that's cool. I'm really happy to be starting with these farms. Um, and yes, something I didn't mention, if I can add, maybe we'd have farmers looking at looking this. So um, is that what we offer to farmers um, is, is a basically a risk-free scenario. We are providing for free the equipment needed to make um, the plant-based milk. Uh, we are providing for free the training um, and, and the ongoing support for these farmers. Um, we also uh, start with what we call a starter kit. Um, so the starter kit includes this uh, equipment and the training, um, but but also it's, a, it's like basically a three months trial period. So uh, the farmer can test it with us. Um, there's no expense on this side, no investment, nothing. Um, and we help them to, to make it. Um, and after these three months, if they're happy with it, we continue on a long-term contract and everything. Uh, but if they're not happy, they could basically go back to what they're doing because during these three months, we just ask them to put a hold to what they're doing. So to, to, to put a hold on animal exploitation, uh, but we don't, don't transition them yet fully so they could go back that, that's the idea but obviously that's not what we want so we'll, we'll do everything we can for that not to happen but we really want to 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 show the farmers that we are not like uh, blocking them we are like, giving them the opportunity to to make their own choices and really really want them to feel comfortable and 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 uh, and just yeah like what they're doing we don't want to force them to do that we want them to to take pride and 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 creating an, uh, a new product that people want a quality product that would be fresh uh, as unprocessed as possible organic sold only locally and also take pride 
pride, pride in, in uh, caring for these animals in a different way without having to put um, a value upon them and having to, to, to use them. So um, I think that's, that's also important for farmers to know um, to know this and that there's going to be an ongoing support uh, like on the long term we're not just letting them down after this uh, period and uh, once we move to a long-term contract uh, that's also where we start uh, uh, legal protection for the animals um, to be certain that these animals will be well cared for and not that they won't go back to animal exploitation one day uh, we're also looking at uh, insurances to, to to cover possible um, yeah, cost that would, would come up with uh, having animals because as of now, um, in the animal industry, these animals don't live very long. Uh, so we are not really facing uh, problems like health problems. We don't really know yet what can happen if uh, thousands of animals just start to live until they are 20, 20 years old or something for cows. Um, so we, and, and especially as these animals have been uh, modified to be able to produce more and more, they are also suffering more and more health problems. So as they will get older, they probably get, will have much health problems. So, so we are also trying to cover that with a special insurance uh, that will help the farmers in those situations. Um, so yeah, we try to, to, to really make it risk-free for them so that they, they don't really think about it. They just say, okay, let's try it. I don't have anything to lose. I try it and if not, I'm not happy, I'm just gonna go back to what I'm doing. So yeah, we really want to, to provide a quick and easy and risk-free uh, solution for them. Yeah, that's wonderful. I think also, um, if you can answer this, because I think for anybody listening, they might hear, wow, you're providing, you know, equipment for free, you know, it's a three month trial period, training is free, the starter kit, I think a question easily that could come up for anybody, potential consumers as well as farms is like, how do you manage to do all that? You know, <laughs> what's, I mean, the benefit for you, obviously, there's a, there's a, um, there's an inner satisfaction and also helping helping transition to a more sustainable system. But on a business level, how how do you benefit? And how do you how do you make this possible? Yeah, so, yeah. So like you said, it's going to be a business model. It's not going to be um, uh, an organization or a nonprofit. Yeah, just because. Um, so the the subscription the customers are going to make are going to be through our platform. And so we are receiving all this subscription. And from this subscription, there is a percentage that we keep. And this percentage help us buy the equipment uh, that we need for the next farm. So each farm basically will help, um, will help transition other farms. And, um, and this amount uh, of money will also help, um, well, grow the team because for now it's basically me. <laughs> I started having now, now people working on the product and, uh, uh, and things like that um, but we, I need if there's demand and if it's working the idea is really to scale up uh, quickly um, I'm, I'm trying to work in a kind of startup model so uh, to, 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 to have solutions that are, are quick and scalable so we can we can really help and transition as much farms as possible um, so if that happens obviously I cannot continue doing that uh, alone or with a few people so we need to scale up so this this percentage that we, we keep from from the subscription also is for that is to be able to start growing the team and, and uh, having people on board to make it happen. So that's how we are, we are working. So uh, for now, um, I'm doing it all by my own um, my own funds. Um, uh, I have the luck to be able to to dedicate full time on it without needing to 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 work on the side. Um, my great husband is the one working uh, uh, and bringing the money, <laughs> um, and I have personal funds from 
previous work. So I'm working with that for the first farm. It's going to be from my own funds. But after that, it's going to be uh, through this subscription that we, we, we keep the fee and help yeah, make it happen. And I'm not working with investors. Uh, I really wanted to try not to get into um, investments just because I really want to um, to not be influenced uh, on the decisions and really uh, you know, make it as I, I want to and not just to yeah, to make investors happy. So for now, I'm not looking at investors and investments. I, I also don't want to put the company already in debt before it has even started. Um, that might change in, in the future if, if there is a need. But for now, uh, yeah, that's that's the kind of business model we're working with and, and that will help us uh, continue working with other farms. Okay, it's very interesting. Um, yeah, and doing it all on your own to begin with, I imagine you, you will need help in coming years because you're going to grow. Yeah. But I, I, it's really fascinating to hear that the subscriptions will be happening through the platform ReFarmed. And then, exactly. I love that, each farm will help transition other farms. Exactly. This is a really neat yeah. model. And I do want to yeah, emphasize for anybody listening or watching, obviously this is of interest to farmers, but, but it's really important that consumers go to the website and also tick their interests because the growing, to see the growing demand in different regions is really important and helpful, right? Yeah, exactly. Without the, the, the people being interested, we will not be able to make it because we, we are able to transition the farm into a sanctuary. We are able to show the farmers how to make the milk, but if there is no consumer behind it buying it, uh, that's not going to happen. That it's not going to work and they're not going to make enough to be able to cover the cost for the sanctuary and, and their own living expenses. So we, we definitely need the people behind it to to be interested, to share the, the project, to share the message, um, and when the time comes to also subscribe to the, to the, to the milk. Mm -hmm. Well, you have one customer here. <laughs> many, many, many more to come. So I wish you so much success. Thank you. I'm, I'm really excited about. I know um, I've been seeing I've been seeing buzz about what you're doing, and there's going to be a lot more to come. So it's very exciting. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I really am excited about the project, and I see a. I see more and more other people as passionate as I, as I am. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Okay, well, thank you for taking the time today. Thanks to you. I'm really happy to be able to share about it. Great. We'll be watching Refarmed and looking forward to our glass of milk <laughs> delivery. <laughs> <laughs>